0: Oh, real quick, guys! This episode of Written by is brought to you by Story Flint. Story Flint. Are you looking to hone your writing skills and elevate your storytelling abilities yes. above the rest? Well, look I no am. further then Storyflint. Our growing library includes a wide range of resources, including guides, articles, and curated tools and videos to help writers of all levels improve their craft.
1: Now, that all sounds really cool, but what really sets Storyflint apart is their exclusive Notion templates. Now, these templates are tailor-made for writers and world builders to provide an easy and intuitive way to organize their story elements. Oh, heck yeah. So, whether you're an aspiring author or a seasoned and vets story flint is the perfect resource to help you grow your skills and take your storytelling to new heights
0: your one-stop shop for learning the art of storytelling is here visit storyflint.com i'm robert farrell and i'm chase bridges and we're both screenwriters listen along each week as we either
1: work together to write a new short film or go head-to-head with competing movie
0: pitches this is written, written by, by Hey, welcome to the Written By show, the number one show in the world. Right behind all the other... Well, I don't like
1: that anymore, because, you know, (laughs) saying that we're a show now pits us against, like, Breaking Bad and
0: something. Are you saying that you don't think we're as good as Breaking Bad? Look, we're at least... We are at least as good Mm -hmm. as, like, an episode of... Some reality show.
1: I feel it. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. We're, we're on par with reality. Yeah. Which that, that's all these companies are oh, investing man.
0: in now. I don't know if I should make this joke, but I'm going to. Okay. <clears throat> I never signed an NDA. Uh, so I did a movie. I did a movie. It hasn't come out yet. But um, when it comes out, potentially, you know, movies now, they come out on streaming services. They can come out on Hulu. They can come out on Tubi. Yeah. So, me and uh, my wife, we've been scrolling through Tubi and seeing what all Tubi has to offer. And uh-huh. we were going through some of their Tubi originals. And we were, you know, cracking jokes. And then it really hit me that I could be in a Tubi original. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know whether to be super excited about being mm. in, a, in a potential Tubi original mm. or if I should be sad. Well,. <laughs> no.
1: Look, whatever gets your movie out there. And yeah. we, were, we were just talking about this before we pressed record. But uh, one of the biggest hurdles, at least for directing, yeah. is you can't do a lot of projects if you have like the first-time director label on yeah. you. People don't want to bet on a first-time director. <laughs> but if you like do a little movie and it gets yeah. on Tubi, technically Which, you're not the first-time director.
0: Listen, I've done some research. Yeah, I think Tubi's the best streaming service
1: Honestly, I'm not even me joking. Me too. Me too.
0: Yeah. Tubi is what Netflix was when it started. Yeah. It's just any movie and show you can imagine. Yeah. From, I've been obsessed with soap operas the past few days. Uh-huh. I've been kind of hyper fixated on old soap operas, and they have the one that I want to watch. Yeah. I'm going to watch some episodes. And then they have like modern day movies. Dude, someone, someone said that Tubi
1: is the $5 bin. At Walmart of streaming services. Yeah, that makes so much sense. And also, when I was in college, every time we would go to Walmart, we would stop (laughs) by the $5 (laughs) movie bid and just like find one. Yeah, just dig for half an hour. We would get Dude. the two groceries we needed, and then we'd dig in the $5 movie bid.
0: Uh, I tweeted yesterday. I said, Tubi is going to win the streaming wars. Yeah. And a uh, past guest on the show, Chris Freeland, he commented, and he was like, you're not even lying. It's the best streaming service. Yeah. And then I said, Tubi the family video of streaming services because yeah. <laughs> it's like it's it's like when you would go to a, where you rented a movie yeah. they would be like these e-list movies that you have never heard of and yeah. you would find the cover and it would look so janky and now they're on tubi
1: yeah but also like they again yeah, there's just such a big variety because yeah. there's there's so much of like the hidden gems and the janky looking movies yeah. but like the writer was on Tubi at one point. And we and watched,
0: we watched Twister, yeah, and and uh, Jeepers Creepers, yeah, both banger movies.
1: Yeah, I've been a uh, I've been researching some more like horror movies, and there's a lot of like there's a ton on there. Wes Craven,
0: and yeah, they have. Uh, all of the Jeff Dunham comedy specials.
1: <laughs> I have not seen. A so if movie. you <laughs>
0: if you need <laughs> that <laughs> puppet fix, baby. But you know what Tubi doesn't have? What does Tubi not have? Disney Channel original movie. That's right. Ooh. This is a rival pitches episode. I'm Casey Kasem. <laughs> Haven't done this in a while. <laughs> uh, rival pitches. Our topic this week: we both wrote a Disney Channel original movie. Now, to specify, and we didn't clear this up beforehand. Yeah, a Disney Channel original movie is one of the movies that aired exclusively on Disney Channel. Yep. It's not a. Uh, it's not like High School Musical. Although that is a Disney Channel original. It is like, um, what is that? What, do you have some examples off the top of your head? Uh, so I
1: watched a really good video essay last night. Because I actually I didn't grow up on Disney Channel. But, uh, I, I, you know, High School Musical is like the biggest one. But yeah, before, yeah, yeah. like the first really successful one,
0: Halloween Town. Halloween Town, Town exactly. Uh, my favorite one growing up was Read It and Weep. Yeah. Have you ever did no, the I video? I say talk about that one. No. That's the one where this young girl's journal gets leaked to the high school, Ooh. and it, it's it's super cool. Yeah. But you go ahead. What you were saying?
1: <laughs> oh, uh, I came across. I had actually seen some directors tweet about this one, but in the early days of the Disney Channel original movies, yeah. they would just kind of make a lot of stuff. It just had to be centered on kids. There was something called. Uh, Oh, now I can't find what it's called. But I think it's called Smart Home or Smart, yeah, House, yeah,
0: Smart House. Yeah, Smart House. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. a bunch of directors are talking about this is this is oddly good. And it's basically like Black Mirror for kids. Dude, and it predicted
0: Alexa. <laughs> it did. So, all right. I, and I'm not being ironic when I say this. So I grew yeah. up in the, the prime of the Disney Channel original. Yeah. Like when they started doing them. They're so good. Like, especially yeah. the early ones. Uh yeah. Wendy Woo Homecoming Warrior was a kung fu movie for kids. Yeah. Uh um, they had like the uh the there was one, I think it was called like sixteenth birthday, where he becomes a, a mermaid. Oh such a good movie, <laughs> dude. Now I haven't watched Minutemen. Yeah. The time travel movie. Dude, a Smart House came out in nineteen
1: ninety nine. Yeah. So so basically my my whole thing with the Disney Channel movies is The reason this was at the top of my head, this was a listener suggestion, by the way. Yeah, uh, yeah. The the reason, like, this is in the forefront of my mind is a few weeks ago, me and a friend, we were getting burgers. We were sitting at the bar of this burger place, and they had Disney Plus playing on the TV. Nice. They were playing, like, some Even Stevens. The episode ran out, and so the waitress starts scrolling through all the Disney Channel original movies. Just through all the thumbnails and stuff, and we're watching this. And I'm like, hey... I didn't grow up on these, so seeing all these posters, they all look like fake movies. They do. Like They, they look like the movies that would exist in the universe of a movie. Yeah, like 30 know? Rock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Oh, man. I'm looking through the list of them. Twitches, <laughs> uh-huh. so good. Uh, Jump In with Corbin Blue. oh my gosh. There are some just banger Disney Channel originals. So what we did is we each... Wrote our own Disney Channel original. I don't know how you feel about yours, Uh but as someone who's watched hundreds of Disney Channel originals, (laughs) if Disney doesn't buy this movie from me today, (laughs) they're just not making good movies anymore, I guess. Dude, I put my whole chase us into this Disney Channel original movie. Well, I think you should go first, then, because (laughs) I... I feel. I don't know about mine. I don't know about mine. This I'm is a, my masterpiece. Okay. I feel like when I was writing it in my head, all I could hear was that TikTok song. I was like, "What is that melody?" <laughs> this is my Disney Channel original Dude, movie. I can't wait. You should. You should get into this. All right, this. I'm gonna jump into it. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Um. <clears throat> um. Oh wait. I'm so excited! I don't even know how to like jump into it i always want to start with all right we open mm-hmm. but i i've heard that that's kind of like bad a bad habit maybe i mean <laughs> so i didn't do it for this yeah one. so Depends who you hear that from
1: a lot, a lot of people on twitter that claim to be like screenwriters or movie people they're just saying stuff
0: yeah it's true they haven't
1: sold anything
0: they it's don't true. know they haven't sold their souls
1: script notes is so funny because every time someone writes in with like a piece of advice they heard the writers are just like Nah. Nah. (laughs) Nah. Okay.
0: Okay. This is my Disney Channel original movie. An alarm clock's going off. Melody, a 16-year-old high school student, sits up. Her hair is a mess. She looks at the alarm clock. Oh my god, I'm late. She jumps out of bed. She starts, you know, she's trying to throw together her outfit and brushing her hair and she's brushing her teeth and it's chaotic. She runs through the kitchen and her mom is already waiting with her book bag and a piece of toast. Don't forget your songbook and your detective's fedora. (laughs) Thanks, Mom. You're the best. <laughs> Melody, I meant to change some stuff. Hold on. I forgot to go back and change some stuff. Uh, forget the detective's fedora. <laughs> I can't that, just forget that. Was, that. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was a part of a plot point that I got rid of halfway through. Okay. <laughs> don't, don't forget your songbook. Melody runs outside, and uh, her best friend's already walking on the sidewalk in front of her house. She jumps right into step, and they're walking down the sidewalk, headed to school. And her best friend's name is Sarah. And Sarah's like, so, are you so excited for the Max Rockwell concert tonight? Totally. I've been right, and then Sarah's like, I've been writing in my songbook all week. I hope we get a chance to show them our songs. And uh, Melody's like, yeah, m- me too. And then Melody kind of opens her songbook, and it's empty. They turn the corner and we see their high school and there's tons of kids running around in like paper airplanes and, you know, some kids getting bullied. And and we hear like a bell ring inside the school. You know, that classic stuff. They run up the steps of the school. Title card. Melody mystery. Um, So quick bullet points here. I'm just going to kind of run through some of the plot here. They go to the concert that night. Max Rockwell. He's like this famous singer and he's on his world tour and uh he's amazing the venue is packed uh they're having a great time and then you know the concert's over they're leaving the two best friends are so excited they're like oh my god that was awesome as they're leaving they're in this big crowd of people they catch a glimpse of max headed to his tour to his tour bus and sarah's like melody it's him this is our chance we can show him our songs and she's like, oh, I, I don't know. I mean, we don't want to disturb him. He's probably tired. And uh, and then like at that moment, the crowd gets really big. And they kind of get separated a little bit. And we see Sarah notice. like She kind of looks over and she sees Max. And then she just kind of makes a look on her face like, okay, I got this. And she disappears. Melody doesn't see Sarah slip away. Melody's caught up in this crowd of people leaving the venue. Oh, she no. doesn't know that Sarah's not with her until she's all the way outside. What a terrible friend.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, well, it's,
0: not, it's not Melody's fault she just didn't see Sarah in this crowd of people Sarah Sarah ditched her <clears throat> and she's like Sarah? Sarah? And, and she tries to get back inside the venue and security stops her and she's like no 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 no, my, my friend and he's like, I'm sure she'll be out in a moment and she's hanging out outside the venue an hour goes by no one else is around Sarah's gone and she goes oh Sarah where are you so some quick plot points here. Sarah's missing and Melody is the only one who seems to think that Max Rockwell, the rock star, has something to do with it. He kidnapped her. That's what she thinks, but mm-hmm. but uh but no one believes her huh. because she's just a kid. Yeah. You know? And no one believes kids. Oh. But she's not just a kid. She's a musician kid. Yeah, they're <laughs> smarter than normal <Droids. laughs> and um so she's you know no one believes her but she feels like max rockwell has something to do with her best friend disappearing and he's performing that night this is the next day that the next night in the town over and so melody is like i've got to go i got to go try to investigate but her mom won't let her and she's like no sarah just disappeared there's obvious like we just need you need to stay home you're being crazy that rock star did not kidnap your best friend (laughs) And so she has to sneak out of the house. She takes a deep breath before jumping out the window and she just says, this is for Sarah. She jumps out the window. She's at the concert and she's trying to find a way, she's trying to sneak in backstage so that she can uh, find Max Rockwell and ask him some questions or look for Sarah or anything like that. But she's trying to get back there, but she can't get back there, but she meets this kid named Timmy. Timmy is an online true crime blogger, and he has been following a story of disappearances that seem to follow Max Rockwell's tour schedule. (laughs) And he, too, is not getting listened to by anyone because he's just a kid. But he's not just a kid. He's a kid blogger. (laughs) You're just
1: teaching kids about predators in this. Well, I mean, we'll get we'll get <laughs> okay. there.
0: I mean, <laughs> okay. look, we can talk about morals and themes. Because the look, end. this is this is happened in real life. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, yeah. Don't. I mean, you'll see when we get there. But, yeah. um, and so they're unable to get backstage, but they're they're in it together. They both finally someone else who believes yeah. me, and so they sneak back to Melody's house, uh, and they climb in the window. And that's where Timmy starts showing her all of the research, and it's really convincing. Um, and Timmy shows her that the disappearances happen in the same place as the concerts, but not always at the concerts. So that's why it's kind of hard to, to pin it on them, right? Okay. In fact, the only one that's ever actually happened at the concert is Sarah. Yeah. So, uh, and, and, you know, also, one thing that's strange All of the missing persons are musicians. How interesting.
1: So, he's keeping them in the basement to write songs. Like Drake.
0: Well, I mean, (laughs) we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) And just as he's talking about it, the door opens. Bam! It's Melody's mom. (sighs) Melody looks at her mom, looks at Timmy and goes... I am so grounded. <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, Some more little plot points here. So, Melody, uh, she's grounded. She has to come straight home after school. And so, since she can't make plans with Timmy after school... She plans for Timmy to come visit her at school during lunch. And Timmy's homeschooled, so it's not a problem for him. So at lunch, Melody is like showing Timmy all of her research that she's been doing. She thinks that Max has been hiding musical hints in his songs about the disappearances. And here's just a a little example for you. Okay. The pen is heavy in my hand. My voice is silenced till the end. I need a voice, a voice for me. Stolen from my company. What what
1: kind of music is he making?
0: That's well, this not is what like, I pictured. This is like a rock star ballad, okay, right? Okay, okay. You know? Yeah, okay. <clears throat> so remember that. And so she's like, listen to these words. Listen to these lyrics. They're so deep. But if you if you if you really think about them, I think Max is kidnapping talented musicians to help him make new songs.
1: I love this because you've combined <laughs> the murder podcasters with the like the Swifties who yeah. analyze every word <laughs> yeah. of a Taylor. Yeah, yeah, this is a great this is a great marriage of two groups. Thanks. Man. This is-
0: <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Uh, because he hasn't been able to write his own the pen is heavy in my (laughs) hand Uh, my voice is silenced till the end i need a voice a voice from me stolen from my company and they're like what (laughs) and they're like oh my gosh and and he goes melody did you I know we were busy at the concert trying to sneak in, but did you hear about the new song that he performed last night? And he shows Melody a clip from the concert that someone had on like their Instagram story. And it's a clip of a new song that he performed. And the caption is like, oh my gosh, Max's new song from last night, Heart, 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 Heart. Exclamation point, exclamation point. And it's from like Max Stan69 uh-huh. or something like that. And and Melody's like, oh my God. That's the song that Sarah wrote in her songbook. So they're like, we got to go to the tonight's concert because this is the third day. This is the last concert in their area. It's in the other town over. And so this is their last chance. But so Melody goes home. She's so worried about sneaking out of the house, right? She doesn't want to lie to her mom. She feels bad for lying to her mom and sneaking out. And so at dinner, she just kind of seems down. And her mom goes, what's the matter, honey? She goes, just a lot of my mind. She goes, well, you should write a song about it. Writing songs is the best way to clear your mind. She's like, you're right. Thanks, mom. And she goes, and we see her go into her room and, and, and she's writing in her songbook until it's time to go. She's writing in her songbook. She looks over. She sees the time. Oh, no. I'm going to be late. She jumps out the window, and she's gone. But she leaves her songbook open on the bed. At the concert, so they sneak into the concert. They're dressed up as roadies mm-hmm. so they can try to get backstage. They get backstage, and uh, they're looking all over the place backstage. They can't find the kidnapped victims anywhere. Finally, security sees them, and there's like a whole chase scene. It's like a goofy chase scene, you know. The, yeah. You do the thing where, like, a, some for some reason backstage, like there's like a, a food tray, and then they uh-huh. like jump over the food tray, but the security tumbles over it. Yeah, you know, classic Disney Channel shenanigans. Mm-hmm. And then as as they're running, they see the tour bus, and Melody remembers, hey, we saw that tour bus right before Sarah disappeared, and so. Timmy like gives her a nod, and he runs off the other way to distract the security so that she can sneak onto the tour bus. She sneaks onto the tour bus, and she finds all of the victims, <laughs> including Sarah. She found Sarah. They're, you know There's a big moment. They're hugging. Oh, my gosh. I, I knew you would find me. Melody, anything for you, Sarah. But now she's found the kidnapped victims, but she needs to show the world who Max Rockwell really is. And Sarah goes, I think I have an idea. Um, Meanwhile, Melody's mom walks into her room, sees that she's gone, sees the songbook on the bed, picks it up, starts reading the song that she was writing, and goes, oh, Melody, and runs out of the room. We go back. The concert's happening. Max Rockwell's on stage. He's performing the song that Sarah wrote in her songbook, The Stolen Song. And uh, next thing you know, all of the music stops. And a video plays up on the screens. And the video is of all of the missing victims together on the tour bus. And Melody's holding the phone, and they all in unison go. We were kidnapped by Max. <laughs> <laughs> Rockwell.
1: Imagine seeing that. He's judging by this kind of artist, like this is the type of thing where like dads have to take their tweed daughters.
0: <laughs> like, imagine being at a One Direction concert. Yeah. All Harry the Styles off, kidnapped and there's him. There's just a, a tour bus full of teenage girls going... We were kidnapped by Harry Styles. Like, what would you do?
1: Well, first of all, every, like, QAnon person is having a field day with this. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, they're like, I knew yeah. it. Okay, so the video plays, and the crowd's like, oh, what? Go. Oh, no, what? Ed, huh? And then Melody, Sarah, and Timmy walk out onto the stage holding microphones, and we see Melody's mom walk in through the back, and she's looking around Melody, and she sees them walk on stage, and she's just watching from the back and Melody starts talking. Max couldn't seem to write another hit song after his last tour. He ran out of talent. And so, because of his writer's block, he started kidnapping talented musicians who would come to his show and show him their songs. And he would force them to write songs for him. And uh, the police take Max away. (laughs) And then the crowd starts going crazy, right? They're like, Uh hey, we still want music. Yeah, who's going to sing now? And Melody looks at Sarah. (laughs) I hope that they're still thinking about that. (laughs) And, (laughs) And they all nod. And they all nod at each other. And uh, Melody goes, hit it. And they all start performing, and they're performing the song that Melody wrote Mm -hmm. in her bedroom about about feeling bad about (laughs) trying to save her friend and lying to her mom and all that. But it's like a rock song, you know? So it's like, I don't know if you ever watched Lemonade Mouth. I saw clips of it last night. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's like a high energy, but the lyrics are all like, I had to jump out of my window to save my best friend. I hope my mom isn't mad. (laughs) Boom, boom. Boom, boom. <laughs> and uh, the crowd's going crazy And as she's singing Melody sees her mom Standing in the crowd Nodding her approval And they both smile at each other The end <laughs> <laughs> And that is Melody Mystery
1: Melody Mystery Nice, nice You yeah. should have kept the fedora but uh...
0: <laughs> Okay, so the, the fedora thing I wanted it to be a plot point Where she yeah. was a because I thought it would be really funny because it's always like when when you watch a Disney Channel original the kid is always like a mixture of things Mm -hmm. it's like yeah she's a kid but she's also a scientist (laughs) and a detective yeah and so what I thought at first was oh she should be a musician detective because that's funny but then I realized halfway through she could just be a musician she doesn't have to be a detective to try yeah, to find her yeah friend. <laughs> i like that yeah yeah it's like it's like the high school musical thing where it's like oh yeah
1: do i get a full ride doing football <sighs> or, do, or do, I- do i accept my scholarship to like juilliard <laughs> for theater even though i've been in a musical once? oh
0: man oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah i so that's my
1: i like it i like i feel like you you've nailed the tone Thank of you. it uh a lot of logical inconsistencies, thank but you. it lines up perfectly with what a, what Disney Channel wants. So,
0: <laughs> thank you.
1: I, I love how this entire crowd of the show just watched this <laughs> child predator exposed and there were victims outside in a van. And they're just like, we want to hear music
0: like this is like, I don't I don't mean to sound old, but yeah. like when I was a kid watching these Disney Channel, like there was a, it didn't feel like there was as much like Predator stuff going on you know exactly yeah so yeah, these yeah disney channel original movies were often a grown man kidnapping children yeah yeah and but it wasn't that dark <laughs> exactly yeah and so i think what made me laugh so hard about this is like he's kidnapping teenage girls mm-hmm. but the big issue at hand is that they're musicians
1: yeah yeah <laughs>
0: Like, but they don't care that yeah. they're teenage girls.
1: Well, I like this. this is a good way to introduce the idea to kids. It's like, hey, look out for people. Just because they aren't on TV doesn't mean they're good people. Yeah. And, but in a fun, lighthearted way. And yeah. also that that's the thing with a lot of these Disney Channel movies. Like they're all built on the fantasy that I have this magic song in my songbook. Yeah. And one day I'll get the opportunity to play it in front of a stadium full of people. And yeah. It's like you—you you ever like as a kid? Were you ever like in a sporting event or at a concert or something? And you're like, man, what if like the left baseman like injures yeah. his ankle? They're like, oh no,
0: who in the stadium? That kid, have? Yeah. yeah, no, that's pretty much my whole life. Yeah, no, and I still do it. Uh-huh. Like I'll be as as dark as this sounds, and this me and Petey talk about this a lot. This sounds yeah. very narcissistic. Uh-huh. Like I'll be at a funeral, and I'll be like. I should go up and talk. Yeah. Like they should ask me to go up and talk, because like the people yeah. talking aren't doing a good job. Oh, they should they never me, are. Yeah, they yeah. should have asked me to talk. Uh-huh. I don't know these people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's how yeah. bad it is. <laughs> but yeah, no. My whole childhood was just like, oh, they're gonna, they're gonna need me to step up and save the yeah. day, and and that's the kind of uh, delusions that lead you to being a professional actor.
1: Exactly. Yeah. No one could do this without being a little delusional. Cause, yeah. Uh, yeah, your chances are so, so uh,
0: slim. <laughs> what did you? Yeah, what did you think about my my song? My little bit of the song.
1: I I liked it a lot. It it's exactly what I would imagine being in there. It's yeah. got it sounds just enough convincing as a song, but you still get that little subliminal <laughs> message hand-fisted <laughs> in there just enough that the kids will
0: feel smart catching it. The pen is heavy in my hand. You know what? It has
1: it has the same. It has the same energy as the uh, the riddle in the last Batman movie. You yeah, know? dude. I loved <laughs> yeah.
0: that movie, but uh-huh. that
1: riddle was kind of like,
0: <laughs> you know. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's like, I, you could stress about it, but also it's being said by Colin Farrell in that <laughs> outfit. So I don't think any of that should be taken that seriously. El Rata. <laughs> yeah, defending my Batman pitch. None of that stuff is supposed to. If you're taking that seriously, Yo, you're the problem. What
0: were we... What were, we, me and you were somewhere and they were talking about Batman movies. And I just looked at you because yeah. what they were saying was exactly your <laughs> yep. Batman pitch. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember where we, the content. I forget that too. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey guys, hey, you could try to beat that Disney Channel original, but I don't think it's possible. Man. Okay. Well, <laughs> I've got a pitch. I've got a, look.
1: Okay. So as I said in the intro, I did not grow up on yeah. Disney yeah. Channel, uh, Basically, my experience as a kid with Disney Channel was we didn't watch it at our house. I don't for, for most of our time we didn't have cable, but like even yeah. like sometimes we did, and we still There's only like PBS or whatever. Yeah. But every summer we would spend a week with our grandparents, and there Disney Channel was allowed. Oh, and so for snap. one week out of the summer, we'd watch that. I really like Sweet Life of Zach and of Cody. Course, it's uh, amazing. My sisters would watch a little Hannah Montana. I wasn't was on that into that. It was great. Yeah, those are like the only two things. But uh, yeah. yeah, one one summer a week. That's all I really know about it. So I watched a, a bunch of video essays about the History of Dantasy Channel original movies to kind of get some of the, you know, some of the things you need. And mm-hmm. I came up with, you know, there's a kid that's misunderstood by yep. his parents. Has some interests they don't get, and there's a love interest. There's a cool boy with a cool haircut. Uh, yeah, the mom is just hot for no reason. Absolutely, uh, kid overcomes a challenge, learns a valuable life lesson, and the dad comes around. And there's a lot of music. I said earlier, <laughs> I had the epiphany a few weeks ago that when I look at the posters for Disney Channel original movies, they <laughs> look like posters for fake movies yeah. that exist in the universe of, like, a real movie. And I can't remember if I said this out loud or I thought about it later. But I turned to Alan, or I thought about it later. And I said, <laughs> one of the two. One of the two. And I said, like, I, since I did not grow up on these and they all look fake, you could, you could just show a poster for a movie called, Oops, I Ate Grandpa, and Frankie Muniz just yep. has his mouth hanging open. Yep. Paul Giamatti is shrugging in the background. Yep. Get a chubby Josh Peck. Yeah. You show me that and tell me that's a real movie. And I'll be like, yeah, I, it looks like a real Disney
0: movie. 100%. Did you write Oops, We Ate great Yeah,
1: ball. I, I wrote Oops, I Ate All great right, ball. let's hear
0: it. <laughs> so, I'm in.
1: so I was learning about all the different eras of Disney Channel original movies because they were trying a lot of really unique stuff up until High School Musical. High School Musical changed yeah. everything. But. One hundred percent. High school musical was like the golden age as far as popularity and money are concerned. As far as like good original things, like people consider like that golden age to be like right before high school musical. Because there was there was a lot of stuff coming out, like Halloween Town so was great. such a success so because great. it was it was written to be a real movie. Right. Disney Channel was who offered the money, and so they just rewrote little details so it could work on TV. But yeah. Yeah, it was written to be its own thing and we talked about uh we talked about the smart house movie mm-hmm. we we're doing all these original things and they were they were exploring like a lot of topics like race gender disability and everything and yeah. they, they were really like trying to teach kids like real valuable life lessons and then high school musical came right at this point and it became like the ultimate like the ultimate corporate synergy capitalist dream fest where yeah. Disney realized that's another thing that changed is Disney would used to just cast anyone. But when Lizzie McGuire came around, they put her in the original yeah. movies. They did so much better. They started breeding their own stars. hate
0: them on Miley Cyrus, Gomez. Yeah. yeah, there's a whole... That's so Raven. There's a whole video could, essay yeah. about that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So once Disney starts breeding their own stars, they realize, hey, they, they had a... I think it was Cheetah Girls. They did that yeah. movie the soundtrack popped off it's like wait corporate synergy we breed a star that can act and do music and we do a movie with a lot of music in it and we to sell the soundtrack the album and then the success of the soundtrack and the movie promotes the star further and we keep repeating and repeating. Yeah. And so that's when Disney just became high school musical, a bunch of musicals and you get all the all the stories about the kids that just are misunderstood singers and they just, yeah. you know, need their shot. And and all those stories they have the same themes and they're all very fame obsessed. And that's the one thing that like always like even I remember as a kid like bothering me a little <laughs> and even like I will I will see younger children like they'll be obsessed with the idea of being famous or yeah. whatever they're getting it like from these movies but I mean,
0: uh, potentially that's where I got it from I mean cuz yeah. I was watching those and I was like that's me I'm going to yeah. be I'm going to be that
1: Yeah yeah, yeah. And there's a larger conversation about how if every kid thinks they could be famous, but like, it's super hard to be that they, uh, they aren't making a lot of money. And so they'll work for minimum wage forever. And that all plays into what the man wants. It's a, cons- it's all a conspiracy, oh, but that's snap. aside the point. That's oh, a, <laughs> snap, <dog. laughs> that's aside the point. Anyway, I-, I bring all this up for a purpose for this film. Also to stall for time because it's
0: <laughs> <That's> all right <laughs> if it's, a short page, that man. it's all right. There's no shame in it. <laughs> (laughs) but uh (laughs) it's not about the length of the pitch it's about the quality of the pitch
1: (laughs) but essentially i am making a disney channel original movie that's kind of specifically has all this in mind because disney channel is in a whole new era where essentially the high school musical bubble has burst Mm -hmm. uh they haven't been doing original things enough they only know how to do the same formula And do small variations of it. It's not working. And then the introduction of the internet has been a Mm. huge hit for Disney Channel. Because now kids, it all started with Vine. It's continuing with YouTube and TikTok. Kids are now watching teenagers that look and act more like them. That are a little less sanitized but represent them more fully. And it's also, it's way more immediate.
0: They're not watching TV.
1: Yeah, yeah. The connection is way more personal too. And so now Disney's struggling to to get stars that will connect with these people. And anytime they try to promote a movie, they're trying to do the internet thing, and they're just not doing yeah. as good of a job.
0: Zendaya at it. probably the last Disney star exactly. that, that yeah. made it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Olivia Rodrigo. That's true. Yeah. But- yeah i don't mean to derail your pitch she left and went to a different record label exactly i don't know if i can
1: yeah and even the the only thing that's working for disney now is they've entered the reboot phase where (laughs) now they're doing a reboot of halloween town are they really or they they made the halloween town sequel when that was like last year wasn't it no or maybe it was a different halloween movie but they made a sequel to something halloween
0: well, please hold. This is this is important to me. <laughs> yes,
1: important. Now I remember because I, there is
0: a. No, there's no new Halloween Town.
1: What was that Halloween
0: movie? I don't know. Okay, let me look. Oh, uh, uh, uh hocus, pocus. hocus pocus. That's what it is. That wasn't it. Okay, yeah, that was a good movie though. Yeah, it was good. I dude, you about? <laughs> Did I give you. A, I, dude, if there was a new Halloween Town movie out, I didn't <laughs> know about it. That means I'm dead. Yeah. Well, that's probably what they're going to do next, but they also, you know, they did the
1: super meta reboot of High School Musical, where it's a class of people that's putting on the musical, but, you know, where is I going with that? Oh, oh, so this film, this is going to be Disney's attempt to win back this crowd. Okay. So, so we're, we're making this for kind of the generation that's about to come up. So... One of the tenets of a Disney Channel movie is a kid being misunderstood by their parents. So, we're opening on a teenager. His name's like Cody or something. I don't, you don't know. even have a name. Yeah. God, Robert, you really phoned it in this week. So Cody is really into science, and so he is experimenting with a bunch of science stuff. And of course he's he's looking on the internet. And since he's a really smart guy, he's been like, hey, I could use AI to compile a bunch of these scientists, like research, and I could use it to organize this stuff. And then I noticed this one little thing they haven't figured out. I like research how to do that with a bunch of the stuff I just have lying around my house And I could figure it out. And the kids act, you know, kids watching this, their imaginations are really active. Like, oh, look at this guy. He's using a computer and a phone and just random stuff in his house to do all these experiments. I
0: could do that. And that's 100% what I did as a kid. So you're nailing it. Yeah, Yeah, we're going
1: to inspire the next generation of scientists or whatever. And he manages to come close to inventing a shrinking ray. But then uh, he manages to shrink a teddy bear, but the teddy bear blows up. And so it's like, oh, can't do that. But uh, then his dad comes in. Oh no! His dad, played by Paul Giamatti, but uh, of course. <laughs> he's dressed a little different than dad's. You see, this is this is a parent that is essentially when this generation's young millennials, old to mid Gen Z, grow up. This is right. who Paul Giamatti is, and so you know he's dressed in like Gen Z type stuff, but he's you know. 40 50 right. whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and quickly when he comes in he hides all of his science stuff his microscope <laughs> and his oh, is vial and he hops onto his computer and pretends to be hyping and paul typing and paul he's like how many clips did you cut today son <laughs> <laughs> he's like i cut two clips he's like you sure you know, you have to cut three clips a day if you want to grow. <laughs> it's like, oh man, it's like I just came in to check on you. You're 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 about to have to start streaming soon, okay? You gotta <laughs> you gotta stay on schedule with the streams.
0: <laughs> oh, it's like, man. okay,
1: Dad, but like. Is it really a big deal if I miss just one stream? It's like, yeah, it's a big deal if you miss just one stream. Because if you miss one stream, then you don't have stuff that you can make clips out of in addition to like your more candid clips and your unboxing clips or whatever. And also then you have no way to promote your album that's coming out next month. (laughs) But dad, I don't want to be a streamer. I want to be a scientist. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So (laughs) that that is exactly what we're getting at. And before he leaves, he maybe sees a test tube. It's like, what is that, son? What is that? It's just—it's not I, what it looks like. It, it, it fell. It fell in my book bag and during science lab, I was like, okay, I, I better not catch you with another test tube in here, son.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> Me and your mother
1: it. have put a lot of work to 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 get you these followers. Oh man. So essentially, the world we're living in is. Essentially, what Disney inadvertently created all these years ago. Wow, but yeah. the internet, essentially, it's everything Bo Burnham has warned us about. The yeah. internet has democratized fame. And there are some upsides to it. Like, we wouldn't have our success if it wasn't for the internet. But at the same time, it's now yeah. nothing is sacred. From the moment you're a child, when you were a child watching Disney Channel, yeah. it's like, oh, I could be famous. There wasn't, like, an outlet for you to actually, like... chase it but now for kids these days like every second is like monetizable and yeah they're they're like they're they're just focused on performing for other people and it's not even they're they're making it for themselves they're making things for other people and like every second is them like trying to get fame but but, like the way fame was before though like you can make a lot of money off being famous these days you work all the time to get a viral tiktok and it it doesn't, doesn't do anything. anything. It doesn't sustain a career. It doesn't make you money. Yeah. But this we're we're essentially living on today's world on steroids, and we're going with the vibe of smart house to where we're making a Black Mirror for kids type nice. thing. But uh, yeah. So when, because again, this uh, this kid is being raised by a generation that has been through it themselves, and is normal for them, yeah, and yeah. so it is even more heightened for the kids. So in the next scene he's at school and he's in science class and our love interest is this really cute girl in science class who is really good at science oh snap and he he desperately wants to be her lab partner but he isn't assigned her like the class jerk is assigned her and he's just watching as she knows how to do everything but then she uh there's a problem, and she knows exactly how to solve it, and she's saying it loud and confident for everyone. And then the class jerk is like, "Ha you're indecisive. You, you, you have less than ten thousand followers." That everyone laughs ah. because, yeah, these kids have been bred to get yeah. followers, be famous. It's similar to how the the Disney Channel stars' parents raised their kids, right, but that's yeah. how every everyone kid is being is. raised yeah. now. Yeah yeah but uh essentially he cody goes back home he does a stream and cody he is also he's in a band so basically his dad has planned out this whole life for him to where he's streaming he's doing the tiktok or whatever social media is around You know, kids relate to that stuff. But he's also in a band, and the band is just part of a way of being famous. It's also a good way that we could get some music in here, because that's what it takes to make a Disney Channel original movie now. You need some music. music. So he's writing a song. He's the front man of this band. But the whole time, he's just thinking about that science Science. experience. He gets up to his room, and something that that cute science girl said, like, stood out to him (gasps) he was like, oh wait, that gives me an idea. He's typing, he's typing, he's typing, and and he manages to, to shrink something. He shrinks uh, I forgot about the shrink, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> he's built like this little replica rocket chassis or whatever, and he shrinks that. Yeah. He's like, oh wow, that worked. It's time to shrink something else. He points the shrink at a chair across the room, but at that moment, his grandpa no! walks in. His so grandpa lives with them. We'll establish that he has a reputation for not knocking or something. Yeah, and
0: Granddaddy Z.
1: Yeah, he walks in and he gets shrunk. And it's oh, He's like, oh no, grandpa got shrunk. And he's looking at grandpa and grandpa's like knocking real
0: tiny.
1: So he's wondering what to do.
0: He's not busing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> But he he sees this rocket chassis trunk, and he's like, "Okay, well, we'll put you in here just to be safe." And he's carrying him around. He's in this little container, and. But then he hears his dad walking. Hmm. He's already in trouble for doing science, but he's going to be in even bigger trouble. If he finds out he's shrinking
0: science. Yeah, he
1: shrunk his grandpa. Oh, man. And so he quickly puts him down, like, on a plate of food. He's got, like... Oh, no. Because, of course, he works all the time. He streams all the time, so he has to eat at his desk. He puts him <laughs> on top of, like, some chips or something. And he quickly oh. hides the science up. So his dad walks in. He's like, hey, son, I know, I know I've been a little hard on you, but... Uh, Look, I just, I just want you to succeed and be the best, you know? I wish I had a parent that pushed me to get over 500,000 followers and get my band bussing, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you're a good kid, and yeah, I, I probably overreacted the other day about the test tube. I know you wouldn't do science around here,
0: I know you would never.
1: and on his way out, he grabs one of the chips and pops it in his mouth. Oh no. And he's freaking out, he's sweating, but he doesn't let it show until he closes the door behind him. He quickly looks and he's like, oh no, that's the chip that had grandpa Oh in. no, we accidentally ate grandpa. Yeah, and so the rest of the movie, it is Cody has to figure out how to get his grandpa out of his dad's stomach before he reaches the stomach acid oh. and gets burned alive. Oh, heck yeah. Because he is he is currently safe in his little chassis, but as soon as he reaches the stomach acid. And so he that's knows, really okay, I got like, I think it's like three days for digestion to complete. I don't know how many days it is until uh, you hit it hits the stomach, but however much time that is, whether it's three days or three hours, that's what he's working on. And he has to do that while juggling his band, because his band is pretty good friends with him, but... Yeah they're good people, but they just want different things. He wants a different thing out of life. He doesn't want what everyone else wants. Yeah, He wants to make a real difference. He doesn't just want to be famous because he's, he's a woke child in this, this future. That's right. And also since there's this, this love interest who knows a lot about science and she already gave him an idea to do this shrink. She's on board. Yeah. He's trying to talk with her and sneak around, do science with her. So it's him trying to keep up with the social medias and keep up with his band and write some new songs. He's starting to write songs that are vaguely inspired by what he is going through yeah. and that is actually helping the band pop off more even <laughs> yeah. though he's talking about how how he he writes a song around like shrinking or something and it's like this like makes my heart shrink or something and it's like wow that's so deep and no one knows but you know that it's very clearly about how he shrunk his grandpa and, <laughs> and at one point he even like hey let's uh you remember that really like oldy like old band that had that song about the year three thousand? It's like the oh Jonas yeah, yeah, the Jonas Brothers. Man, my grandpa bumps that. And It's like yeah, we should we should write a concept song like that. <laughs> like what if we wrote a song called. Uh, I can't figure out this aspect of a shrinking ray, but I accidentally shrunk my grandpa. If anyone out there knows uh, what I could potentially do, help me out. <laughs> well, I
0: shrunk my huh? granddad last Tuesday.
1: <laughs> but anyway, they, uh, essentially the midpoint is because the shrink ray broke when he was trying to hide it. So they have to figure uh. out how to fix the shrink ray. He and this cute girl bond over figuring out the shrink ray. But then they have to figure out, okay... How are we getting inside my dad?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's always the
1: question in a Disney Channel original. Yeah, Yeah. how do do I get inside my dad? (laughs) And so they have to find a way to shrink themselves, but somehow get their dad to eat them too. (laughs) And then they have to go through this expedition of <laughs> going in the stomach, magic school bus yeah, style. Yeah, yeah. finding the grandpa stranded oh, inside man. his body. but in in oh. this <laughs> in this short little window where he doesn't have to stream. Because since he's been writing about stuff that's been going on in his real life, that's what this generation is craving. Everything yeah. is just so by the numbers. Everyone wanting fame. Yeah, nobody's saying what's really on their mind. So Which is songs,
0: shrinking, Grandpa. Yeah,
1: gets. the fact that someone is saying something that this real to something. them that means something. Everybody's watching this band now, and so they have a big performance that a bunch of record label people are going to be watching, and so they have to they have to get Grandpa out of Dad before. <laughs>
0: Before the big show.
1: Yeah. And, you know, long story short, uh, eventually the uh, the dad is wondering, where is my kid? They, they had to get on stage now. You've been working for this the whole time. Every single kid in America dreams of this. And now that you have it, you aren't doing this. I dreamt of this, you know.
0: Oh, man.
1: And then finally the band members come clean for him. And it's like, hey, your son's <laughs> inside like- here. <laughs> And I know you told him not to do science, but science is his true passion, and really don't get my grandpa's inside you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so what (laughs) happened? So the dad's frustrated. So what happens next? What happens next? <laughs> so the dad. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. So the dad's freaked out, but of course, <laughs> priority number one is getting. His son, his son's girlfriend, and his dad outside of him. And so yeah.
0: yeah. The, Don't be mad. Yeah. But Grandpa's also inside <laughs> of you.
1: So they managed to communicate via the band members. but uh, Oh, Jesus Christ. And then oh, they managed to talk their way out of the situation. But the band has to go on. So the band performs without the lead singer and while they're singing, uh, the backup singer takes lead and is dropping (laughs) all these subliminal messages uh, to the people inside Dad about, okay, here's what you got to do. They're weaving it into the narrative of the existing songs. Uh, They get them out, uh, and then, like, on the live stream, the dad, like, is holding them and they get big again and everybody on the live stream sees it everyone's freaking out the comments are going crazy and Cody is like okay I need to come clean I don't I don't really want to be in a band I don't really want these followers this attention or anything it all doesn't mean anything I just want to be a scientist and that's what I've done I made the shrinking ray I accidentally shrunk grandpa but uh I fixed that and And everything works out okay. The dad was so impressed with how he was able to, you know, collab with his son and get everybody out. (laughs) Exactly, because that's how they're talking. And so (laughs) he hugs it and is like, you know what? Maybe science science is kind of bussing. Maybe... maybe you do got that science riz son and he's it's like, like dad, dad no one, says, that no one says those words in that order or whatever the spider verse line was and yeah. then uh on the live stream you know the the band is playing he hands over over the reins of lead vocals to the guy that actually wants to do it and has a good time doing it they all play a song everyone has a dance party and the dad and son hug and freeze frame the end <laughs>
0: Wow, what a what a journey you took us on! Oops, I ate grip. I think it's really interesting that we had so many similar uh, plot points. Yeah, so we had subliminal message in the music. Yep, we had the yep. ending of the movie be a big performance, <laughs> and I think that means that we kind of nailed the Disney Channel original format. Yeah, because they really they're all kind of the same formula. Yeah. So yeah, hey, I I really liked it. <laughs> I mean, I think you could definitely like. uh If you were to actually write it, there's some like subplots. They're like the the school bully. Oh, yeah. Maybe he's in the band, and he like you can. Oh, yeah. Like at the end, he becomes the lead singer. Like you could tell the whole time he's just been really jealous. Oh, that would be cool. You know that kind of stuff. Yeah, I didn't leave the bully character in a lot.
1: That's a mainstay of those movies. Yeah, Yeah. it's always
0: the bully sees his wrongs at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no notes, man. Uh, 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 Don't be mad, but grandpa's also inside of you. Jesus Christ. Hey, what a hey. <laughs> what an eventful rival pitch week, guys. This is hey, this is this is written by in its prime. Yeah, yeah.
1: Is, guys, God. thank thank you so much to our listener that sent this suggestion. <laughs> if you have suggestions for future rival pitches, <laughs> Send them Discord, in. Instagram, email, whatever. Uh, guys, you're the Disney Channel execs. You let us know which Disney Channel movie you wanna make. That's right and thank you so much for listening. Uh no minute pitches in the episode this week. Uh Chase ended up traveling and leaving before we could record them, but don't worry, we'll still have those up on our Instagram sometime this week. So yeah, I'm just I'm chilling here by myself doing the outro. I uh I bought AutoTune this past week, like the actual real auto-tune been having a lot of fun with that as you could probably hear right now yeah okay the uh the winner of last week's rival pitch our veggie tales rival pitch y'all voted y'all cast your votes and the winner was me yeah <laughs> guys i just i i love that y'all finally appreciate les mis y'all have come around to lace miserables or or lace vegetables that's really 90 percent of the reason i even did that pitch was the title but uh yeah that places me at five and chase at three wins so i'm getting i'm getting a little lead on him but it could still it could be anybody's game so be sure to cast your votes uh this coming week they'll let us know which disney channel original movie did you guys like the best i uh i'm a big fan of this week also i think that that this episode is probably the hardest we've laughed in in a written by episode we were we are both in tears during that one part if you didn't watch the video that part where we all laughing, and we're just yeah we're we're, we're shedding manly tears uh okay guys to vote for the next rival pitch you're gonna want to go to our instagram what's our instagram you may ask well it is at written by pod so go on instagram go to the episode or go to our post from today it has the same graphic as what you see in your podcast player uh that's you are gonna leave a comment letting us know which pitch you like the best you're our studio head you are the disney execs you let us know which pitch is the best uh at written by pod. that's really where you can find us on all the socials we're on all the socials instagram's the best way to keep in touch with us we got a discord we got a patreon although we don't push it just you know give us some money if you if you want to out of the kindness of your heart uh our email is written by podcast at gmail.com uh that is where you can send us suggestions for future episodes this episode was a listener suggestion we had a lot of fun with it and you too could be responsible for the next episode. So email writtenbypodcast at gmail.com with any movie franchises, genres, characters who want to hear us pitch a feature film about, or you could send story topics that go into our listener bowl that we draw from for the, from the bowl episodes. So yeah, that's about it guys. Trouble date y'all, y'all are still showing out for that. Thank you so much for watching that film course based on episode two of this podcast that is on the written by youtube channel at written by pod on youtube uh if you haven't seen trouble date we've been talking about it a lot but maybe somehow it still slipped your mind head on over to the youtube channel give that a view all right guys i think that is it for this week uh i had the whole episode edited and then premiere crashed because there was no space on the hard drive and now i have to edit it again so well, uh, we'll see y'all next week.